Hi buddies, it's me, Snail Mail Superstar. I am coming back to you after a couple of weeks off because I have been busy moving printing presses. <laughs> uh, you can't hear from the tone of my voice. Hopefully the news that I have over 3,000 pounds of printing presses will help you understand why the last few weeks have been pretty overwhelming. <sighs> so I don't have a guest today. I'm just going to sit down and talk for a little bit about what the last few weeks have been like, about the decisions that I've been making lately, and where we're headed from here. So, oh, where to even start? <laughs> it feels like a lot. So... A few weeks ago, I made the decision that it was time to move my printing presses from our brick and mortar space at Fisherman's Terminal to my garage at home. And a big part of why I made that decision was because our online sales have been good. People have been supporting us and we've been shipping out hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cards, which means that we are running out of things, which means we need to keep printing which means I need presses where I can access them and use them because our stay-at-home order was extended another month through the end of May and my son is still out of school. And in order for my business to continue to have a future, I need to be able to continue manufacturing cards and postcards and all of the things that we make. So the presses need to be here. And as part of that decision, I've been looking at the end of our lease at the brick and mortar space. Our lease is up at the end of August. And since we've been closed by law for the last two months, we'll have to be closed for another month. We're getting to the point where everything is here at my house, which is what we've had to do to survive this um, <laughs> pandemic. Ah, okay, <laughs> I can do this without sighing. And it just doesn't make sense for us at the end of the stay-at-home order to move everything back and to try to reopen and to put myself and my employees at risk of getting sick for just the end of this lease. It just doesn't make sense. It's not an easy decision to make. It's not a clean, clear-cut decision. It's been difficult, but that's the, the decision that I've had to make for the future of my business. I know it's the right decision, but it has brought with it all kinds of complications as you can imagine. And I won't share them all here, but just uh, <laughs> keep my mental health in your thoughts. <laughs> it's been a crazy few months. So today I'm just uploading, as I record this, a video of some clips of what it looked like to move the presses and what it looks like now that they have arrived here at their final destination. And we've, you know, kind of considered it all a work in progress. It's not perfect. The garage isn't perfect. The basement's not perfect. And we've had to get a P.O. box for our snail mail, which of course I was always planning to do eventually when, you know, the shop closed, but it wasn't the plan to do it in the middle of a pandemic and quit wearing a mask immediately um, because some of my mail's not been forwarded and that's been kind of complicated for us. So we got the PO box. We've also had to get a storage unit for all of the um, displays and equipment and things that we use for uh, craft markets. 
because I just don't have space to store any more things in my house right now. <laughs> so we were able to find a storage unit and that's a good thing, a positive thing to get that stuff out of my house because eventually, someday, we'll do markets again. Probably not in 2020 and maybe not next year, but I have to imagine that at some point I'll be able to get out in the community and sell cards again. So that's kind of the main stuff that has been going on. It's it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I'm also still shipping orders every day. Michelle is still working from home and doing a lot of our social media marketing and our data entry and bookkeeping behind the scenes. Molly is back today in the print shop. We have been wearing masks and social distancing, keeping at least six feet apart. Um, the nice thing is that my basement is um, accessible from the street. So she's able to come in through the garage and print and use the bathroom, everything without having to come in contact with any of my family. I have been obsessively cleaning things with like the final container of disinfectant wipes that we have. But um, it feels good to have some new cards being printed. Um, I mean, they're not new. It's just <laughs> being reprinted. And the first thing that we printed on the presses, I started a print run last night to kind of make sure everything was in place. We had all our tools. The best way to do that was for me to print a run myself. And the first thing I reprinted was the Let's Be Belligerently Hopeful postcard. And I, I love that. I love that it needed to be reprinted because so many people are sending them into the world that we had completely run out. That's kind of a beautiful thing. That much hope flying around the world with a postage stamp on it. And it meant a lot to me because that, that phrase, belligerently hopeful, is one that I've been using since 2016. Some of the hardest years of my life since then to now. And I've been using it for my personal life. I've used it when talking to my therapist. And when I finally put it on a postcard and shared it, it felt so deeply personal. But I love that our customers, our friends, our fans have taken it up and are sharing it and enjoying it and loving it as well. So that means a lot to me. So that's where we're at. We are a small but mighty team at this point. We are forging onward. I'm doing my best to stand up for myself when it comes to some situations that are going on right now that are complicated and difficult behind the scenes. But we're all doing the best we can to keep moving forward. And I've had to let a lot of things go the first few months of this year when it comes to my expectations for myself, for the business, and also just let go a lot of my plans and a lot of my <laughs> expectations and accept that the long term is really important right now. And so what I'm doing in the short term has to keep the long term in mind. And the long term goal for me is for Constellation & Co. and Samuel Superstar to be the way that I can create art and connect with people and make a living, not just now, not just 2020, not just for the next few months, but for the rest of my life. That's the goal. And in the decade since I started printing, since I've been out of school, since I started my business, all of that good stuff, there have been times in that decade where I haven't always known what the long-term goal was. And it feels good 
to have a clear understanding of what that goal is. And even if the day-to-day looks different and the year's goals look different, it feels really good to have a long-term goal. I am distracted right now by the fact that (laughs) Atticus Finch has a lot to say and a lot of singing to do. If you've been wondering, he's doing great. The cat and Atticus have come to an agreement and the cat has stopped stalking him, <laughs> which is great. Um, my my son has been great with him and has enjoyed coming down and saying hello in the morning. And as long as I remember to turn off the basement lights at a decent hour and let him get his beauty sleep, he's been super happy. And honestly, it's kind of a gift to have him right here next to my desk singing to me every day. I had missed him while I had been working at home. I know he means a lot to a lot of people who used to visit the shop all the time. And um, I don't I don't know if everybody knows the story, so maybe I'll just tell it right now. But I think I was in my either my first or my second year of infertility, and a friend of mine had been talking to me about what I was feeling and how I was doing. And just out of the blue, she said, I think you should get a bird. <laughs> So I did. I got a bird and I had planned to get a canary, but canaries are incredibly expensive (laughs) compared to other birds. So I landed on a finch and I went and picked him out and named him Atticus Finch and brought him home to our Pioneer Square studio when we worked there. And he has been with the printing presses ever since. He went from Pioneer Square to Fisherman's Terminal and it's just, I don't know. He's been around a long time. I think it's it's about six years now that he's been my bird and the big tattoo piece I have on my left arm includes him in that collage of printing, uh, printing tools and um, blackberry branches and things that I have on my arm. So I have a life-size Atticus Finch that I carry with me all the time. So that's, that's how Atticus is doing. And I think before I close today, I do want to talk about the closure of the brick and mortar shop. It's painful (laughs) and um, hard to talk about, but closing the shop is what I need to do for the future of the business. The overhead of running a brick and mortar shop along with our wholesale line, our online store, writing books, creating podcasts and videos and products and all of the things that I do, it's been really difficult for a long time. And I work so many jobs that are full-time jobs and running the shop was more than a full-time job in addition to many others (laughs) that I work. And when I look at the future, I know that I need to slow down, to take time to be healthy, to simplify my life. And there is no way that I could do that long-term while still running the shop. I have known that this is something that I want for a while. It wasn't supposed to be like this though. Um, Like I said, our lease is up at the end of August and it was my intention to run the shop until the end of the summer. And while it may not seem like a big deal, it was never my intention to have to pack up 50,000 greeting cards on a Friday and bring them all home. (laughs) It was never my intention to move the printing presses home on a Friday with a bare bones team of people all wearing masks. 
and kind of move everything out without being able to make an announcement about what we were doing first. It was never my intention to close the shop without getting to celebrate the six years of success with our customers and our friends. So it really hurts. Last weekend, I spent the day on Sunday um, meeting one customer at a time who was coming in to purchase furniture and fixtures um, to take home. And it was really hard for me to spend the whole day in the almost completely empty shop. We had moved almost everything out except for the pieces of furniture that we were selling. And the only thing left for me to pack up and move was the collage wall that I had created after uh, my friend and our team member and employee, Chelsea, passed away in 2018. Um, I collected photos of her and letters that people wrote in the months after she died. Um, some postcards she had sent me and sticky notes that she had written and just, you know, her folder with her name on it and all these little things I had collected and put on the wall. So every time I went up that spiral staircase, I could feel her presence and remember her and think about her. And that was the last thing that I had to pack up to bring home. And I share that because I don't think I can talk about the closure of the shop without talking about her. Because she and her husband, Matt, were there on the day we moved the printing presses into the shop at Fisherman's Terminal. And she was there greeting customers on the first day we opened for the 2014 Fisherman's Fall Festival. And she spent the last four years of her life working for me, working with me, working at the shop and making it a place where people were welcomed. And when I hired Michelle and Molly, the first thing I did was tell them about her. Because who she was is so much a part of who Constellation & Co. has become and who I've become. And if you read my book, um, you'll know all about her because I shared all about her story and our relationship and her impact in my book. So as much as I know that the closure of the shop is sad for my customers and for many of you out there who either visited all the time or had meant to come but hadn't gotten a chance. It's sad. Um, and I'm doing my best to feel that feeling with you. Um, but there is this deep well of grief that um, I dip into when I think about closing the shop and when I talk about closing the shop. And that's where it comes from. The other thing that's hard for me is watching my son grow up before my eyes. He is about to start kindergarten in the fall, God willing, if schools reopen. And he spent the first year of his life as a tiny little human wrapped up against my heart, taking naps <laughs> in the shop, walking up and down the docks next to the boats. So closing the shop is saying goodbye to people and memories and a place that has meant the absolute world to me. It's not easy. It's not fun. I'm not happy about it. But I also know it's what I need to do. 2020 is extremely complicated. <laughs> it's extremely painful. But every day when I wake up in the morning, I try to make as good a batch of lemonade as I can with the lemons that this year is throwing at me.
all I can do is try to make good decisions and fight for the future of my business, but also for the health of my family, for the well-being of my employees. It's all I can do. So I just wanted to share all of that with you. I know this year has brought a lot of change and I will have more podcast episodes for you with interviews with friends. I've got some really exciting interviews scheduled that I can't wait to share with you. I would love to say that things are going to get back to some kind of normal, but I don't know. You can tell me what you think, but I'm realizing that normal is going to look really different for the rest of this year and after this year. And I'm doing my best to grieve the change, to feel my feelings, and to be belligerently hopeful because that's all I can do. So I hope you're doing well if you're listening out there. I know that some of you are listening. (laughs) I see the numbers and I have gotten some of your messages and I super appreciate you. I appreciate you as I just literally just said, I have to tell you twice in a row because I appreciate you so much. But I hope you're healthy. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying sane out there. And I'll be back soon with more podcast and more snail mail goodness. Thanks for sticking with me. See you in the next one. Snowmo Superstar!